Coffee mugs this week, Jackie. We do. Welcome to the social space. Episode two. Episode two. We made it. They yeah. made. They let us do another one. They did. <laughs> they invited us back. They did. Thank you, Channel Six. <laughs> hey, that's uh, Jackie Hager right here. She runs Hager Communications, who produces the show, puts it on. But this show isn't just about Hager. It's no. about Wichita Falls and the whole wide world. Wichita Jackie. Falls. First of all, we love our city. Yes, we do. Uh, and we love everything about our city. But it's a whole lot about the whole wide world, and you'll see more of that in coming. Shows. Yeah, we're concentrating yeah. more in the city right now because look, uh, there's a lot of scary stuff going on and yeah. we're just trying to um, uh, help everyone out here and that's that's what our guests are here for. Hayden, you want to pop our guest up yeah. here. Everybody's going to have a unique perspective on what's going on right now. Jackie and I are eight feet apart right here we on are. the set. We're going to have our guests here when we get going again, <laughs> but right now we're doing it remotely. Um, we'll start from the top. Brandon Schultz, he's our small business owner this, this week. He owns Schultz and Company CPAs. And Comes with great wisdom. Yeah, he's gonna tell us a lot about um, the, the PPPs. The yeah, and a good mentor to small business on what they need to be doing in these times. So thank you, Brandon, for joining us. Yeah, and second down there is Dr. Suzanne Shipley. Everybody knows she's the yes. president of MSU, Midwestern State University. And of course, there's a lot, you know, people yeah. are learning remotely right now. She's gonna tell us about all that and yeah. how the students are getting along. Third down is our co-host, Andrew Yay. Bell. He's actually, hey. he's somewhere. He's like 50 <laughs> feet apart. That's right. <laughs> uh, and he will be in one of these chairs coming in a few weeks when we're back to normal. And at the bottom right down, down there, that's Dominique Mutant. Did I say that right, Dominique? Yes, you said it right. He is a student at MSU. Yes. So here, now's your good time to get in good with Dr. Shipley. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna give us the student perspective. He's, uh, um, he's a student from abroad, correct? Yes. Yes, okay. he's an international yes. student, one of approximately 500 international students here at Midwestern State. And I bet you the public did not realize that there is right at 500 international students at MSU Texas. Yeah. yeah. MSU has a very large international student population. It's amazing. Nice. Awesome. Jackie, you ready to get into this? Uh, let's get it. Okay, we're starting with uh, Dr. Shipley uh, down uh, right there. Uh, Suzanne. Um, so you guys are learning remotely, you, uh, your, your, your faculty is spread out, your students are spread out. So tell us about, I know you want to talk about a survey that you gave the students yes. and faculty. What was that about? Yeah, we just got a survey back and we had over 500 students uh, reply and about 150 faculty and 150 staff. And we just wanted to check in and say, hey, how are we doing? How are you feeling? Uh, what are the key issues for you? And so we're just sharing that now with the faculty and staff and students. And as you can imagine, a lot of it is just about uh, making sure our COVID page is updated and people thanking us that they still have a job, uh, people thanking us for asking how they're doing, students uh, concerned about when we'll be back, all of us concerned about when we'll be back. So I think you could kind of anticipate what the what the responses would be, but we were glad to have so many people engaged in that survey. Yeah, was, was there anything that um, came to light that you guys weren't um, expecting? Well, uh, there's still a lot of concern by students uh, for their grades because they're yeah. thrown into a remote learning environment. So they just want to know, you know, are we going to go past fail? 
uh, what about drop and add? And, and we've been pretty much staying with our normal pass-fail policy because we've got so many students in professional degrees that if they take something pass-fail, it doesn't really count for their professional success. I'd say the biggest surprise and a bit of a relief is just that all of our faculty and staff now want more training in online instruction and working remotely. Surprise, surprise. And I think the whole world feels that way. You know, Dr. Shipley, I have a daughter at Midwestern and now that she's taking the rest of the semester all online, I've asked her almost every day how it's going. Surprisingly enough, she says she is enjoying it. She misses the interaction with the students in the classroom, but she said, you know, you would be surprised how often um, the professors are checking in on their students. So kudos to you guys for making sure that there, that connection still exists. Thank you, and tomorrow I'm actually going to uh, Zoom bomb a class. A lot of presidents are checking in on classes and saying stuff, and since my field is German, I've got about five minutes of German, I'm gonna lay on an introductory German <laughs> class and we'll see how much they understand. Oh, can we get a little sample of that? I'd yeah. like to hear a little bit of that. Jaren, good morning allerseits. Hoffentlich geht es Ihnen gut. How's that? Schmitterlinks is gut. I said butterflies are good. Hey, uh, <laughs> Dr. Shipley, what about this food assistance program you yeah. guys got going on? I know that's a big deal right now with a lot of the, the it's kids. It's just amazing. Yesterday, we, we sent out an announcement about this student assistance program, and within within just two hours, we got over $2,000 of donations. And these donations go to just blanket emergency assistance, the food pantry, the food insecurity program. So if people have, you know, it's a tough time for everybody. If you have five, 10, $50 you wanna send our way, that'll go to the students. And then the news that we're getting out very soon is how we're going to distribute the money from the federal government through the CARES Act. You may know that there's millions of dollars given to universities that's got to be funneled directly to students for their emergency needs and that'll be a, a great way to help our students that's great news dr shipley i, I kind of consider myself as a, a sports enthusiast and yes. um, there's a lot of talk about the seniors this year that are involved in athletics and there's a lot of talk around the nation about allowing those seniors to come back and and either participate again or, or basically move on. What, what is your opinion about that? Well, Andrew, the eligibility has been extended by the NCAA and the question is, what can we afford to pay our students? So when you've added now five classes of student athletes instead of four, that extends you know, your scholarship money. So we're counting and trying to figure out how many want to come back. A lot have already planned to graduate, but I think it's a pretty good concession to say, hey, you've just lost your senior year. If you're a spring athlete, you get another year's eligibility. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what happened. I'd say the biggest disappointment for all of us this year is what happened to those seniors. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll never have another chance for their final semester on campus if they're leaving. We're trying to have a great, big, wonderful graduation August 1st at the IMPEC to make up for the graduation we canceled in May. And we wanted to do an in-person instead of virtual. So hopefully we'll be able to shake everybody's hand then. 
Awesome. Great, great, great question, Andrew. I learned Thanks. something on, on this show today. Yeah. <laughs> People might May I just to... say one more thing that I want every student, including Dominique, to hear? Please fill out your FAFSA. That's your financial aid request, mm. because as your family's economic fortunes have shifted, you may be eligible for more aid. So our Mustangs guarantee says if your family owns $50,000 or less, you can come free to MSU for the year. We're trying to extend that to 60,000 or less, but there'll be other types of bargains out there. So students need to be carefully watching the bargains that universities are trying to put out in front of needy families at this time. Awesome, awesome. thanks. Great That's news. great Thank news. You. Yeah, Thank appreciate you. that, all right. Hey, hey, welcome back to The Social Space. Uh, listen, if you want one of your videos, played yes. like you just saw. We're looking for cute kids, either singing or saying the darndest things, or your pets. We'd like shout outs from the military, mm -hmm. shout outs from uh, nonprofits. Yeah. So send those videos to hello at teamhager.com. That's right, and we'll get it on the air. Yeah, heck yeah, we'll get it on the air. All right, if you're just tuning in, you missed uh, Dr. Suzanne Shipley, you might want to go back on our yes. YouTube page and rewatch that, especially if you're an MSU student, because she had a lot of good information coming up. We're going to talk to Brandon Schultz right now. Um, and Hey, that's Jackie Hager. That's Andrew Bell. I'm Eric Crossland. And now we've got Dominique Newton. He, uh, he is Newton. He is um, uh, coming from us. Where are you coming from, Dominique? Is that your apartment? I am. I'm coming from my apartment, yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I live about five minutes from the actual campus at MSU, um, so pretty close by, yes. Okay. Uh, now, Jackie, you uh, you brought this young man to us. I what, did. What's, 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 what do we need to know about Dom? You know, uh, um, as an adjunct, I always had so many of the Caribbean international students in my class, and they were a joy. So. Dominique, it's a it's a pleasure to have you on. He's one of about 500 international students um, at MSU. Dominique, you're a senior, is that correct? Yes, I am a senior nursing major at MSU. And what and uh, what are your plans after graduation? After graduation, my plan is to you know immediately enter the workforce, try to help my fellow nurses combat this pandemic we're having right now, and um, just do my due diligence. Uh, remind us exactly where you're from, Dominique. Uh, so I'm from the beautiful island of the Caribbean called Dominica. Oh. So Dominique, Dominica. Yeah. Oh, wait, hey, hey uh, America is named after Eric. I put the Eric in America. <laughs> so you put the Dominique in Dominica. We have that in common. Dominique, <laughs> um, tell us about your, ex how did you get to Midwestern and Midwestern State University? And tell us about your experience. Okay, so when I initially left um, high school, um, I attended college back home. And after college, you're trying to wonder where to next? What do I want to do next with my life? Um, thankfully, I had um, quite a few friends and family members who attended Midwestern State prior to me attending here. And um, they all said good things from the culture to the people to the academics, um, to just the environment in general. Um, it was a no brainer. And my government is also part of MSU, and um, they offered scholarships to attend here. And I'm like, okay, um, sounds like a good deal. <laughs> so I got here four years ago, and ever since it's been pretty amazing. Um, MSU has been an experience for sure. Um, like you said before, there's a very large international student population, and that just means there's so many different cultures you get to interact with. Most of my friends are from different cultures, and. Um, well, sorry, um, different nationalities. And it's interesting to just learn their way of life, their food, their culture, um, what they like, what they don't like. Um, it, it, it just makes you more of a well-rounded person. 
And you also heard that the president was really cool. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So Dr. Shipley is amazing. You don't get a lot of um, presidents popping, in, popping into your classroom and saying, Aww. hi, how are you doing? Or she's at the gym every morning at 5 a.m. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. that's amazing. So you're not putting on the COVID-19 like the rest of us, huh, <laughs> Dr. Shipley? <laughs> how is it? Are, are you? Are how is it back where you're from? Uh, how how is this pandemic hitting them? Or yeah. I haven't really. I'm not paying attention to much around, you know, United States. Yeah. So every Caribbean island is different. They're all taking different stances to essentially control and mitigate the impact of the COVID-19 virus. Um, my country specifically has essentially closed down their port of entry just to, again, limit the amount of people entering that country. Um, and again, just basic practices like hand hygiene, so social isolation, no different than what the U.S. is dealing with. But because we're, again, small countries, we again understand that we are at increased risk of essentially not being able to control um, a pandemic if it were to come and just spread into our country. Um, so the government has been doing a really good job um, at, at um, essentially mitigating the impact. And um, that partnered with MSU. MSU recognizes that um, international students are not able to essentially return home to the Caribbean, which is, you know, a, a, a major thing. We're essentially, for lack of better expressions, um, stuck here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they've understood that dilemma and they've essentially opened up their doors and um, just let, they've allowed international students, if you're an on-campus resident, remain on campus because mm. if you're not able to return home, of course, you need shelter, you need food, you need um, the Mustang's pantry. It's one of the Mm -hmm. um, amazing services that um, MSU offers um, by just providing food and snacks to persons in need. Yeah, just think about that. If you yes. were in another country and this happens and now you're, you don't know where you're going to be living in the summer or eating, right. you know, it's got to be a little bit scary. Well, the MSU pantry has been such a gift to the student population and we've enjoyed diving into that with them. You know what, Dominique, I thank you for choosing MSU Texas and I thank you for bringing your culture as well to our community. Um, we hope that when you uh, graduate, you can look back at MSU, come visit us down the road, let us know, speak to other international students, and let us know um, what you're doing after graduation. Definitely. I am a diehard MSU fan. Go Mustangs. Okay. All right. <laughs> I represent, and I would always refer people to MSU because it definitely has been an experience and I wouldn't trade it for any other campus. Oh, all right, there you go. Put that on the uh, commercial, uh, Dr. Shipley. Yeah. All right, we gotta take another break, Jackie. We've got more either cute kids or cute pups or something uh, uh, bumping either side of this commercial for us. And when we come back, we're gonna talk to the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend. He, he will explain blockchain to you possibly, Brandon Schultz, when we come back with the social space. Welcome back to the social space. I get hyped on the third segment, Jackie. It's almost lunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're just not joining us, this is the social space. That's Jackie Hager over there. I'm Eric Crossland. And we'll go from the bottom up. That's Dominique Newton on the bottom yes. there, Andrew Bell, Dr. Suzanne Shipley. And now our guest for the segment, for the third and final segment, small business owner, Brandon Schultz. Brandon, yes. welcome to the show. I mean, you've been here. Well, thank you. It's good to be here. Okay, Brandon. Uh, so. A lot of money floating yes. around right now. A lot of people are trying to get money that the government's giving out, uh, use it for small businesses. We hear you have a few tips for us. There's a, a number of tips that we need to follow as small businesses. Um, the 
the incentive that came down from the governments when we look at the historical economic data of our small businesses and you realize that our small businesses operate about 48% of our economy. Wow. Um, so really 48% of our economy is in desperate need of going away. And I think that that would put us into a severe great depression if just our small businesses uh, failed. So the government stepped in and, and gave us uh, a little bit of helping hand to try to bail, bail some, of this, some of that out. One of the things that they did not want to see is the small businesses dumping their workforce out on unemployment. So part of the plan was the payroll protection program. And if you're just now hearing about this, um, you're a little bit behind the game, but there's still plenty of money out there. Congress is even talking about adding to the fund. It has been incredibly successful. Uh, we are already having our clients funded through the uh, payroll protection program. We've done, uh, we basically put our tax season out on hold for a little bit and have done nothing but work with our small businesses in getting them through the payroll protection program. So, um, and I'm gonna walk you through that a little bit and I'll tell you a little bit about what the payroll protection program is. Um, there's two major loans out there that came out with the incentive package. One of them is of course the payroll protection program and the other one is the economic uh, incentive disaster loan uh, or economic injury disaster loan, the EIDL is what we call it. And that's all I have here. Uh, the payroll protection program is actually a forgivable loan. So what we're doing is we're calculating um, an average monthly payroll for every one of our clients. Then we multiply that average monthly payroll times 2.5 and that becomes your loan amount. The cool part about the loan is if you use that 75% of those funds for payroll in the next eight weeks, that loan becomes forgivable. So yeah. it's, it's an incentive that just comes right to it. So to put an, an idea on that, we have a very large uh, payroll provider. We just got them through a $600,000 economic, in, I mean, a payroll protection loan. Nice. Um, they, are, they had plans to, their revenue was down 60%, so they're gonna lay off 60% of their staff. We do believe that that will kick back up when, if if and when we ever get back to normal. But putting 60% out of, of their staff was not really an option. But a $600,000 loan really did save the company. Um, they were our first priority, and one of the local banks actually used them as their uh, test program to get through the PPP through the SBA. One of their one of their very successful programs, and they were one of the first in town funded. And we were happy to say that we were a key part of that, getting that one funded. That's great. Nice. Um, couple of other terms on the uh, payroll protection program is the loan is up to ten million dollars. Uh, it does carry a one percent interest rate on the amount that is not forgivable. Um, it matures in two years and your first payment is due deferred six months. That's on if you don't use it for payroll, but you should. Um, mm -hmm. You don't wanna be putting your payroll, uh, your employees out on the unemployment lines, that kind of thing. So that is one of the key, key uh, things that are out there. I strongly encourage everybody to take advantage of that. Yeah, if you're a small business yeah. owner and you're not taking advantage of this, this uh, basically grant that they're giving you, um, I don't know why you wouldn't. I agree. And, you know, Brandon, I think it's great that you can walk these small businesses through this and help them because the average small business, you know, we're nervous, we have anxiety, we don't know what the new normal is going to be, but uh, we need the wisdom and, um, and, you know, our accountants 
to help us navigate through that process. So thank you for working with all of those small businesses. My pleasure. And it's an easy program to start. If you go to sba.gov, there's a very simple application on the payroll protection program. Um, that's where you want to start. You want to fill out that uh, application form, get all your payroll information and take it to your favorite banker. There is a link on the SBA website on who is participating in that. Just about all of the banks in town are, uh, the national banks are as well. But we encourage you to go to a bank that you have your existing relationship with. They are giving their priority to their existing companies because it is so popular. Uh, a lot of the banks aren't talking to uh, people that don't, that don't have an existing relationship with them. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, but you know what? I have heard word on the street that several community banks in town are helping those even if they are not customers with them. That's that's amazing. That's what you call community involvement. I will throw out one. We did have one yesterday whose uh, banking relationship did not, um, they weren't participating in the with the SBA. And so we did refer them over to First Capital. I'll give them a plug here. Um, they did pick them up um, and I'm so proud of them to do they I know they're busy I've got I actually got calls on Saturday evening from our banker I've never seen that happen where bankers were, were calling me on a Saturday evening but they were they're working very hard our, our local banks have just been tremendous in picking up the slack I'm so proud of them um, for getting this this program through and I think that they're going to save more companies than than um, than would otherwise and yeah, so I think, if you look at it, 48% of the economy, I think, is going to be saved because of this program. Uh, yeah, that was that would Ooh. be great. And then we might have more on that next uh, week. We might be talking we some are. actual uh, banks and bankers and yeah. all that. Well, I, Brandon, I know you could give us probably five more tips, but that's the, the end of our program. Um, it, you know, it was uh, it, in these weeks that we're quarantined, we're... we're we're, um, we're having more guests on than we're going to once we, once we get out of this and we're sitting in our chairs and we're, uh, we're so glad you guys joined us yeah. and zoomed in, talk about MSU, talk mm -hmm. about small businesses and uh, we're just trying to help, help everyone get through this, Jackie. If everywhere we can, we're all in this together. Remember, Wichita Falls Strong, we've yeah. got this. And if you want to, once again, if you want to send us your cute kids yeah. or your cute pets or a small business shout out or military yeah. or just donate money to Hager, it's right here. <laughs> Hello at teamhager.com. Just send us cash, Jackie. We'll Venmo take it us. to the pantry. <laughs> That's right. I promise we'll take it to the pantry. That's right. Jackie, <laughs> Jackie's probably too humble to uh, mention this, but she's been giving milk yeah. to the uh, MSU pantry like, uh, uh, like, like hot, like, like crazy. Well, you know, I got to get those dairy farmers in Winthorpe. And you know, we've collected enough money to provide milk through May. Nice. So I can live excited. off nothing but milk, Jackie. <laughs> so if I was an MSU student, I'd be so happy to hear that right now. Well, hey, thanks again, y'all. We appreciate y'all joining us. And um, everyone be safe out there. Yeah. Stay six feet apart. Continue to falls in place. Mm -hmm. And we got a couple more weeks. Maybe we can start opening this thing back up. Who knows? Yeah. I'm not by, by no means an authority, yeah. Jackie. Any final words of wisdom, Jackie? You know what? Um, just reach out to people if you need help. You know, it's an hour by hour, day by day thing. If you need someone to pick you up and keep you motivated and keep you going, you got to reach out to the people you know for that. You know, we even us in the office and at home, as we Zoom in our meetings, if, we're, if one of us is having a bad day or overstressed, we all together join in to lift each other up. So uh, we're going to be a different... Uh, a, a different culture when this is over and that's not always a bad thing yeah yeah okay there you go jackie hager that's why she's the leader all right guys we'll see you next week <laughs>